0: Hi, and welcome to Comorbid Conundrums. My name is Sam Oliver, and I'm the host and creator of this podcast. I run a neurodiversity advocacy and awareness page on Instagram called Divergent Dino. I talk about all things autism, anxiety, depression, OCD, trauma, and other things. I'm a queer neurodivergent human, and I love sharing my experiences with others in hopes to build community and awareness surrounding neurodiversity. Please be cautious when listening, as some triggering topics could be brought up, such as suicide, abuse, self-harm, and substance use. This podcast is not able to replace any kind of medical or professional opinions, as this is not a medical advice show. I am not a doctor or therapist, which means I can't diagnose you or tell you what to do in terms of care. I'm simply sharing my experiences and the experiences of others. So with that said, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Comorbid Conundrums. My name is Sam and I am the host and creator of this podcast. Um, Normally I have a bit of structure to my episodes. Um, I've recently had some guests and I plan on having some more guests uh, come on in the future But today, I just really wanted to sit down and talk about kind of whatever was on my mind. And today, that thing would be mania. Now, um, disclaimer, just like every episode, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist. Um, I am only just, I'm just sharing my experiences and what I deal with and you know sometimes I don't always have the right information or I don't always have the most accurate information and that's okay because I'm still learning I'm still human so please if I say something that isn't totally correct send me a message and I'll correct it um the best way I can um the point of this podcast is just to spread awareness and information on people living with comorbid or co-occurring conditions such as autism, OCD, uh, borderline, depression, anxiety, and other uh, conditions that I don't necessarily have, like we've talked about uh, ADHD and bipolar And we're going to talk a little bit more about Tourette and some other conditions that I don't have. But it's really good to, you know, bring people awareness and information on people that actually live with these disabilities. And so that's just what my podcast is. If you're new here, welcome. Um... This is not a a medical advice show, it's just me sharing my mental health journey, my neurodivergent journey, and everything in between, I guess. So, yeah. Okay, so today I want to talk about mania, and, you know, I have had... Not very many episodes of mania in my life. For the most part, I've only had hypnomania, which, if you don't know, is basically like a less severe, less,, um, you know, it's a short, shorter amount of time than regular mania. Um, hypnomania is kind of characterized as not as severe. Um, so I've had a few episodes of hypnomania before, um, I have pretty intense mood swings with my depression, um, so sometimes I do have hypnomania, but I'm not talking about that, I'm talking about mania today, um, good old-fashioned manic episodes, and I want to talk about this because i have recently had a manic episode um one that i i am struggling with still and um i i'm not manic right now um but i'm i'm struggling with the aftermath and you know, I've only since I've only had like one real manic episode that I can you know think of. My my experience with mania is not big, um, but it's affected me so recently, and I feel like my hypnomania has even gotten worse recently as well. So I just wanted to talk about that, share what my manic episode was like without going into too much detail um because you know when for the most part when someone is manic they aren't always in control of their impulses or what they decide to do um and You know, dealing with the aftermath of that can be really scary, really difficult. It can have major consequences. And thankfully, I don't have any major consequences from this manic episode. I am dealing with quite a bit of guilt and shame and depression following this manic episode. But, um, yeah, it... Mania is something that's hard to describe, I think. Uh, The past few days I've been talking to people about it, and I kind of explained my experience as I felt very talkative, very hyper almost, um... And I didn't sleep very much for, like, five days. My sleep has been awful recently, I think due to stress. But this past week during my manic episode, I was sleeping maybe two or three hours a night. And um, I was tired, but I didn't feel like I needed to sleep. Um, And then I made some impulsive... um, decisions, uh, ones that I would not have made personally if I hadn't been manic, and, you know, when you come out of the episode and you realize the decisions you made and you realize you wouldn't have done those things if you weren't manic, um, it feels... It's just, it's awful. I feel like I wasn't in control of myself for a, nearly a whole week. And I I still feel like a little bit empty inside from that experience of why, why did I do this? Why did I do that thing? Even though I know I had no control over it and I honestly didn't even know I was manic until I like woke up and I say wake up because that's what it felt like um it's like a switch went off in my head and one minute I was you know feeling very like happy and energetic and I was making impulsive decisions and then all of a sudden, it's like a switch went off in my brain. And all of a sudden I like zoned out and dissociated for like five minutes. I could barely talk. And then slowly after about 10 minutes, I started coming back to reality and I realized during that 10 minutes or so that what had happened in the past four five days was not me it wasn't me and you know when you wake up i guess so to speak from the manic episode um It feels like you kind of lost a part of yourself a little bit. And this is just my my way of trying to explain what it feels like in the best way I can. But I don't know if I'm doing a very good job. Um, but when I realized that I had been manic, you know, I... I immediately was f- flooded with guilt and shame, and questions of what have I done, what what am I doing, like why did I make this decision? Um, and then I started crying, and it was it was not fun. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, you're hit with this wave of exhaustion because you haven't been sleeping and you've been so rash and impulsive that just the exhaustion from that just hits you. So I'm I'm still dealing with that exhaustion and and the thing is for me m- most of the time when I have mania or I guess I've actually had hypnomania in the past. When I have hypnomania, it normally doesn't affect anyone else. Um, It it normally only affects me, and only in mild, moderate ways, because it's hypno, not full-on, but this time... Um, it affected someone else, and I I feel incredibly guilty, and I feel like an awful human, even though I know that I had no control over it, and I know, and I've done my best to explain to this person what happened, and why I made those decisions, and that I was manic, and I had no control over it, and, you know, I didn't mean to hurt them, but I, some things just can't be fixed, I guess, but um, it's, it's worse when your mania, or, or even depression, when it affects someone else, that, that hurts more than it just affecting yourself, I think. Because I think, especially when we're dealing with mental illness, we can kind of be okay with the fact that we're hurting ourselves, either mentally, emotionally, or even physically sometimes. You know, we can, we can cope with that, right? We can justify it. But for the most part, when it when your mental illness affects someone else, especially someone that you know doesn't deserve it, that, that guilt is so painful and powerful and it's hard to get rid of. And I think that just sets in the cycle of pushing people away, especially amidst impulsivity. um, For me, my mania tends to pull people in and get very attached to people. And when that mania is over, hypno or full-on mania, when that's over, I, I immediately retract and I because normally I, I attach myself to someone that is either easy to attach to or, um, you know, normally it's not, it's not someone I would attach myself to if I had been in control of my of my brain and my body, um, So when I, when you snap out of the mania, you know, and you realize like, oh, I've attached myself to these people, this person. Uh, I've said things I should, I didn't want to say, but I did, or, you know, like, I, I wish I hadn't said, but it's just, it, you can't take things back, and then you just have to deal with the consequences of that, and it's not fair. It's, I mean, mental illness is not fair, but when you have no control over over it um it's it's a it's a bad feeling i'm trying not to blame myself for something i couldn't have controlled for something i didn't even know was happening until it was over i'm trying to get over that guilt, and that shame, and the feeling of feeling like you made decisions that you wish you hadn't, um, trying to give myself a little bit of room for, I guess, grace, or room to forgive myself, I guess, because it wasn't really in my control i i don't have any therapy experience with mania because it's not something that's affected me until recently and so even if even if i had seen it coming which i didn't um i don't think i would have known what to do but Mania is is difficult at least when I have hypnomania it's difficult to to spot um, at least for myself because um, it a lot of the times it can just look like happiness or it can just look like um, making a quick decision and a lot of people you know their their normal their baseline is happiness or it is you know quick decision making but um when you're someone like me where quick decision making is not not a baseline (laughs) and happiness is not a baseline emotion um it it can feel like when i have that i feel good right i feel like oh I made it I made a decision. I, I I'm doing something. I this is good. This is a good thing. Or oh I'm feeling very happy even though yesterday I was so depressed and anguished. But today I feel great and I don't even need to sleep because I'm feeling so productive. You know, that's a good feeling in the moment. And so it can be difficult, especially when you're not used to trying to spot it like me. Difficult. To spot and recognize that, oh, I think I'm a little bit manic, or I think I'm a little hypnomanic. Um, for me, I, I didn't even know that was happening with me. Um, it was the week before I moved into my dorm. I was stressed, but, you know, overall, I was feeling good. And so I thought, you know what? This is good. I I don't need to, like, you know, subconsciously, I'm sure I was like, I don't need to question this good feeling. Because why why would I not want to feel good right now when I know moving is going to stress me out next week? So I wish... I wish I would have noticed that the signs. I wish... I wish... I would've noticed that I was manic way earlier. Um, But you you can't change what happens. And we just have to accept that some things happen and we don't have control over them. So the only thing we can control, I guess, is the, the move we make afterward, and so I guess that's why I'm trying to explain it on here, to maybe help myself understand it a little better, and, you know, this is the next move I'm trying to make, instead of dwelling in the impulsive decisions i made, dwelling in the guilt and shame and gross, yucky feelings after a mania episode, um, instead of, instead of trying to, you know, dwell on that, I'm, my, my next move is trying to learn from this, um, understand my, my signs in case this happens again, and I hope I hope it does not happen again, but so far this year has not been predictable for me in the slightest. Um, My mental health, (laughs) everything has not been predictable, so I guess trying to recognize the signs of mania in case it happens again is a good idea. I will say that I do plan on talking with my therapist and my psychiatrist about this. Um so don't worry about that. <laughs> I I do have help. Um and uh, I'm I'm safe and good. I'm I'm fine right now. Um but I I I do plan on talking with them about this to figure out what on earth happened, really. Um Because I I don't have a history of full-on mania episodes. Um, When I first started therapy, um, I thought I might have bipolar. And I was quickly told that I didn't have bipolar. Because my mood swings, my hypnomania and depressive episodes, weren't long enough for bipolar my mood swings generally will last between an hour to a day maybe two days but that's pretty much the longest a mood swing will be unless it's a full-on depressive episode Um, but that normally is set on by life events Um, so that's normally, I'm able to understand where the depression's coming from, but on a regular basis, my mood swings are generally short, and, you know, they're, they're intense, they feel intense because they're so isolated, they're so, um, they're so concentrated because it's such a short amount of time of for the mood swing um, that it feels super, super intense. But I think, you know, when I'm over the hypnomania or I'm over the depressive episode, you know, I look back and I'm like, that wasn't very bad. Um, it could have been worse. It wasn't. So that's good. So that, that's generally what my mood swings look like. You know, I, I mean, I have different emotional swings in there, anger and other stuff, but um, my hypnomania and depression episodes don't last long enough for a bipolar diagnosis, except for this one episode I had this week, or this past week. Um, It'll probably be a few weeks since you're listening later, but... (laughs) Um, this one was quite a few days. I would say, I I mean, I can't even probably exactly determine when it started. Um, I've been saying about five days, but it's possible that it could have been much longer and I didn't realize. Um, because now thinking about some different decisions I've made over the past couple weeks, um have not been aligned with really who I am. And that that really sucks to think about, you know? When you think back on decisions you've made when you weren't in control and you realize those weren't decisions that align with you as a person, You feel kind of gross and yucky, I guess, emotionally. At least I do. But anyway, this episode lasted a little bit longer than my normal hypnomania. And it was way more intense than my normal um, hypnomania this episode was longer and more intense and i i don't know where it came from i don't i don't think i have bipolar because this isn't a recurring thing and normally my bpd ones don't last this long and i'm sure it could have been just due to the um, massive amounts of stress i've been under and you know, I, I share a lot on my Instagram and the stuff I'm going through. But there's a lot I don't share because it's either personal or, you know, I, I'm still... I'm still working on my own mental health stuff. And some, some of that is private. But, um, you know, I think it could have been due to the just sheer amount of stress I'm under and life events that have been happening to me. Um, but it still, it feels, I guess, I feel like I need to have an answer for why, why this happened, and why it was so intense and severe for me, when it normally isn't. I feel like I need to have an answer, and that is the OCD talking, the I need to have an answer, or else. Um, I talked with that, talked uh, about that with, I think I, uh, a couple episodes ago. Um, but my OCD wants to research and research about manic episodes and bipolar and borderline hypnomania versus regular mania and... You know, I want to do all this research to figure out what exactly is going on, what happened, but usually, um, those are compulsions, and they usually just make me more anxious or more frustrated or more shame-filled, and that's not something I need to do right now. So instead of i guess trying to give in to the compulsion of research and get to the bottom of this i i just wanted to talk on here and maybe maybe give some insight onto what a manic episode can feel like or could feel like my ma- my mania is definitely i don't think the same as everyone I know there are, like, general characteristics of mania. But, I mean, mental illness, it's different for every single person. That's why I think it can be so hard to diagnose things. But, yeah, um, I just wanted to share my experience and maybe help myself feel a little better. And I think it did help a little bit to try and process what happened I know I didn't share too much about it but just going over going over it out loud kind of helps me process things sometimes and it's helped me at least a little bit feel like I I don't need to research it, and give into the compulsion, because either way, you know, whether it's bipolar, or if it was caused by my borderline, or if it was just an autism thing, I'm not exactly sure if, if that, if mania is a, an autistic characteristic, I don't know, (laughs) um, I feel like Anything can happen really, but you know, I, I'm I don't want to give in to that because either way, whatever it is, it doesn't change what happened. Like it it still happened that isn't changing. Knowing the exact cause of it would be nice, but it doesn't really change anything. Learning coping skills will help me next time if there's a next time and feeling okay and like trying to feel okay with the the negative feelings I feel right now after a mania episode that that's more important than giving into a compulsion that will just make me feel more anxious So, yeah, I'm I'm glad I came on and talked a little bit about mania in my experience. Um, I think I'm gonna call it there, but thank you guys for listening. I know this wasn't an uh, an episode that was very planned, like, planned very well, um, and maybe it seems a little random from my normal episodes, but I appreciate you guys listening. Um, it helps it helps a lot. It helps me grow my platform, and you you guys are just awesome. I thank you for listening. Thank you for all your support. And if you're new, um, you can follow my Instagram, at DivergentDino. I assume that most of my listeners already follow me on Instagram, but I guess I'll just plug it anyway, just in case. So if you you don't follow me on Instagram, go do that. Um, I have a shop with some stickers and hoodies and just other cute stuff with either dinosaurs, neurodivergent stuff, uh, queer stuff, etc. Um, So yeah, check that out. Check out my Instagram if you haven't already. And I will talk to you guys again next week. Bye.